Welcome everyone, we're back again, Be'ezus Hashem, um, the Shurim on the Kuntris Vigadata Kishalom Ayalacha by Rav Chaim Friedlander, Zechet Tzadik Lavracha, with Shir number 11. We're holding Perek Sheni, Maimer Gimel, that's the second Perek, lesson number 3, Kirav Ayyadei Riboy Sicha, bonding to her by engaging her in conversation. Asara Kavim Sicha Yordula Oilam. There are ten measures of talking that came down to this world. And the women took nine measures of it. This is a Gemara Now this has become a butt of many comedians' jokes, not so funny jokes either, and mean and insensitive things. But actually, this Riboy Sicha has a deep purpose to it. Um, as we're going to explain, if not in this shiurim, but in other shiurim, that it is something that is very, very deep and significant. So, How were the women more successful in, in snatching this kayach of sicha more than men? There's definitely, in this teaching of the Gemara, a deep lesson to be learned from this nature that women have with the Riboy Sicha. The Chazal uh, teach us the, uh, more about this in the Medrash Rabbah. The Rabbi Shua de Siknin Meshem Rabbi Levi Amar, Rabbi Shua from Siknin in the name of Rabbi Levi said, Vayivenksiv, it says Vayovenksiv. Vayiven means to build. He built her. But built her means he created her. He created her. And his bainin may ayin levraisa, and he thought about from where to create her. Vayoven means there was deep contemplation on how to build her. Omar, and he said as follows: Lo yevra min arosh. I cannot uh, create her from the head of the man. Shloi tehei miyakeres roisha, so that her head should not become haughty. Mispalatis begavasa, she shouldn't become haughty or arrogant. I cannot create her from the eye that she shouldn't be overly curious, too curious to see what's going on all around her. Not from the ear so she shouldn't be overly uh, outgoing or or wanting to hear everything, too inquisitive. Not from the heart not from the heart Sorry, not from the mouth, says she shouldn't overly speak. Not from the heart, so that she will not become envious, the expression of being envious. Not from the hand, she shouldn't touch everything. Not from the foot, she shouldn't go, always be going walking about all over the place. Rather, she should be created from the part of the man's body that's the most modestly hidden, which is the inner rib, which is according to the Chazal, that that's how the where and how a woman was fashioned. Again, we spoke about it early on that the idea that they were that the Adam and Chava they were created as du partzufim two back to back has its lessons, and the one the Maimah Chazal that says that they, she was created from the rib of. Adamarishan is another deep lesson, and that's the lesson we are learning today. The the place that's most modest in the person. 
and with every limb that Hashem created her with, which the original one was the rib, Amalah, he is telling her, Be a modest woman, be a modest woman. And nevertheless, despite that, You rejected my counsel, Hashem says to the Isha, I did not create her from the head, but she still has a certain arrogance, in to his garain. That was one of the issues during the bias Rishon era at the end of it, that she walked with an outstretched neck, with a gaiva, and not from the eye, she is a sacranus. The sacris means winking eyes. Not from the ear, and she's inquisitive to everything. She never mass pesach oil. Brings down over here that Sarah had these opposite qualities. On one hand, it's brought down the note eight here. She was clearly a tsenua, and the malachim emphasized to Avram Avinu that she was a tsenua to place a special love for Avram Avinu to her because of its nias. But she also had, on the opposite side, with her tzniyas, still a midah of being inquisitive. The loyim in alev, and after the heart, but there is envy there, that she was jealous of her sister. Again, we're talking about a very subtle thing, which is going to their high level. The loyim in ayad, and she touches everything. She took the Torah from Limina Regal, Vari Parsanis, not from the Regal, but she's outgoing. Shinema Vatetse Dina, that she went out. Now, Divrei Razal Muflon Eila Tzrichem Bior. These words of the Chazal are extraordinary and they require a deep explanation. That Omar Kol Aver, he said with every limb, Tetz Isha Tzenua. Be a modest woman. With every limb that he made from the rib had within it the built-in kayach of tznius, of a cholzais of modesty, of a cholzais and nevertheless, you rejected my counsel. Now, are you going to tell me that the character Hashem invested into creation did not help at all? You're saying HaKadosh Baruch Hu planned it from the rib at Tznias and you're telling me that none of it worked and only the opposite happened? And that seems to be Pashup Shad in this Medrash. And Roy Vali Mudim Hengmi Moisenu HaKadoshes Sh'im Kei Noven Shetviyas Hengmi Dakis Behesel Madrigas HaGvoya so he says here in the parentheses, by the way, that all these things that they're describing in the negative fashion is from the Imais. From that itself, you need to realize that we're talking in very much subtleties over here because they were on extremely, extremely high madrega. And chas v'shalom to say that they were jealous, like we were jealous, or, or, or lack of, you know, outgoing, like, 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 like some of us may be outgoing, or whatever it is. It's definitely more subtle. But what is Hash, what is this this message trying to test tell us? El Chazal Megalan Lanu Afya Shal Ish. Chazal is disclosing to us a nature of a woman, Al Tzedodeha Hashaynim, with different aspects of her personality. She has opposite aspects in her personality. Shakadosh Baruch Hu would be a book de Lachshir Latafkidea. These opposite parts of her personality are both needed there to prepare her for her life's mission. Mitzad Echad on one side. Mufnis ha'isha ha'chutza. She is outward looking. 
Ela oila mesiva to her environment around her. Vehi oisekes minyone oila maze. She is dealing in this world's everyday life issues. Oila machaymer, the physical world. Vahushim and the physical senses. Kedei lahochin is called tzarchi abayis. To prepare all the needs for her family. So by the definition, by the nature of a woman, Hashem put in it that she should be involved in the world and involved in physicality, and therefore that, inco- that requires a certain outward-looking motion. And ish mufna, but the, whereas a man, intrinsically, is b'der klal yoysa is more inward, to the world of pnimi. that's more of an inner spirituality. However, ulam, to counteract, to offset that balance, that, I, that the woman taka needs that outward nature to take care of her children, to take care of her family. She needs it, and it's part of her to counterbalance, create a counterbalance to create the Isha Mimokam Tsenua, and it batted modesty in each limb, because it says, it says, that or that her the entire honor of the king's daughter is her modesty. That's why you have two self-contradictory forces that are within a woman, one being very outgoing and into the world, as it's necessary, and one being very introverted, as Hashem created her from the rib, from the secret part of Adam. On this point, Chazal gave over to us an important insight into understanding the fundamental emotional needs of a woman. She indeed needs to talk a lot. Because she needs to unburden her emotions and tell others what is in her heart. That is part of her nature. Omru Chazal ala Pasek, the Pasek says in Mishlei, Daga belev ish yaschenna. One pshat of this Pasek is that when a person speaks out his worries, a person should speak out his worries from his heart. Daga belev, you have a worry in your heart, belev ish yaschenna. Speak it out to others. Yisichenna lacherim. Talk it to others and the emotional pain will become less. Lamer, when the worry is oppressing your heart, talk about it to others, share it with others, and it'll become easier. Ulam, la isha, however, but so that applies to everybody. Sometimes when you are are uh, have worries, you need to talk it over to someone else to unburden yourself. But by a woman, it's more true than the average. She has a profound need to tell others. Not only things that are she's worried about, but everything that concerns her. Everything in her life. And anything that happens to her. Because by nature she is outward looking and she needs to express that. And she waits for her husband to come into the house so that she could unburden herself to him and talk about everything that happened through her day. Both the large things and the small things. 
before she was married, she had a few people that she could turn to to pour her out or out her heart to. Ima, perhaps her mother, sometimes her sisters, or her friends. From the time she marries her husband, when she marries, she sees her husband as the main address of her life. It's her husband where she wants to share her main experiences in life. To him. The Ribi Sicha, that in other words, that 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 what 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 a husband talks to his wife in a conversation has two purposes, two sitri. Lahashmiya to talk to her, Vilishmaya, and to listen patiently to her. Both. To talk to her, Lashmiya to have himself heard, to talk to her so she could hear him, Vilishmaya, and to hear her. Habaltar Lishmaya. A husband needs to listen more than he needs to be heard. Of course, it's it's a big chesed for any wife that she could listen to her husband unburden himself. It's very, very true. And sometimes a husband needs that as well, very, very much so. But his role as a husband is more to listen to her and let her unburden herself more than from him to be heard by her. And he must be listened with concern and be attentive to her words. It's very possible in many matzavim where her husband is a very, very diligent in his studies. And and she, he wants to finish his meal quickly. And he wants to also rest briefly before returning back to second Seder in the base Medrash or before his Chavrusa arrives by night. So he doesn't really have time to spend with his wife. He eats quickly and then wants to rest before he goes back to the yeshiva again. But Ima Isha Raya but if the, her, his wife sees that what she is saying to him is a burden to him, and she sense that, senses that, her conversation becomes silent, and she becomes disappointed and cheapened because her husband is not interested in her. That's how she feels, abandoned neglected, shamed by the fact that he doesn't want to spend time with her and talk to her and listen, and be listened, uh, uh, that he should listen to her. L'chein, therefore, you must devote attention to her by engaging her in conversation. By talking to her more, and to learn the right way, the pleasant and enjoyable way to give her the opportunity to express herself. Ideally, 
is when they're eating a meal together and the wife is also not under much pressure or at other times during the course of the day or in the evening. will explain on her desire of going out of the house itself. But this is very, very important. And like we said before, we're going to say afterwards, the idea of altar besicha imaisha beishtei amru in avais, you have to understand when and how to apply it. It clearly does not apply to shana rishayna, like the chazaynish beferish says. It clearly does not apply even to any marriages that want to enhance that concept of shana rishayna by connecting with each other through listening and speaking to one another. Where there's then also the 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 iser of you know, of Altar Besicha and the Isha of Ishtai Amru does not apply. The contrary is applicable. You need to be Marba Besicha to have that connectivity. But the idea here is, from this parak, which is very fascinating, is number one, is on the woman's perspective, she needs to understand that balance of the outgoingness, which is very valuable, and the Tzniwa, modest part of her that's very valuable. They're both are valuable, and there needs to be a healthy balance between the two. And a husband needs to learn to listen, needs to learn to spend time with her, needs to learn to be attentive to her words, needs to understand that even if he's running back to the base medrash and he wants to rush it, but if his wife needs time to sit with him together, then and and talk, help her listen. You know, you listen as she talks, and vice versa. It is an ultimate true chesed. And that enhances the shalom bias in a great, significant way. This is very important for all types of husbands, and no matter what they're doing in life, for the koil person or the tremendous big talmud chacham that really doesn't waste a real, real erlicha person doesn't waste their time, spends all their free time in their learning and in their davening and in their avodas hashem. And very often that Nisayan comes in that when he comes home and he has only an hour or so to eat and to rest and put his mind together to go back to Seder or do what he needs to do. And it's hard for him. He feels that it's it's he's he's going a notch down when he has to talk about mundane things or listen to mundane things. Nothing about a wife is mundane. Nothing is superficial. Nothing is insignificant whether it's talking about this is what happened with the child today and seemingly simple, basic ideas of life is the aside of the aside of connection. And it has to have a tremendous value to the husband. Realize he's listening to something chashuv when he's hearing even the seemingly mundane matters. It's similar to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who is B'Shmei Shemayim HaMalochem saying Shira and Hashem was king down to this world, gave the terror to us physical human beings, wants us, yes, to be elevated by it, but at the same time to know him through all these mundane ways. And that's the tachlis, and that's the tafkid. And when you do that with your wife, who really wants to listen to you, and you to be listened to her, that is avodas Hashem, that is godless, that is simcha, and that is the real connection, and that is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. And that is something that creates even a greater elevation. Something very important to know and very important to realize. 
And the same thing applies where someone is a Balabas. He's involved in business and other things, and he has all these things in his head, and he comes home and seemingly his wife is talking about superficialities. There is nothing that's superficial. Anything that's in your wife's world that is a concern pertaining to the children, pertaining to herself, anything and everything is Kodesh Kadoshim takes a tremendous value, is it has a tremendous importance, and that is something that we need to understand and to realize by entering into her world, you're entering into HaKadosh Baruch Hu's world, because that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. Bracha and